Welcome to this episode of Mercy Can't Stop Her. I'm your host, Judith Kambia Obatusa, J-K-O. On today's episode, I'd like to talk about how important it is to watch our thoughts if we want to thrive through chaos. So last week, we talked about thriving through chaos. On this podcast, we've had different women come, and this has been something that I've garnered from them. I've also seen it in my own life and I've seen it in other people's lives, many lives. That once we begin to work on ourselves from inside, our outside will begin to look like what we are thinking inside. Our thoughts determine how we experience life. So if we want to improve our life, we start with improving our thoughts. Our thoughts determine the attitude with which we face situations that are uncomfortable. So if you're in a chaotic life, like the woman I'm talking to, that woman that her life is challenging and she's not able to leave the situation that is uncomfortable, just walk away from her challenge, especially as regards family life. This is something you need to think about. There is the story of a little boy whose father said he should sit down. He said, no, I don't want to sit down with daddy. Daddy said, sit down. No, I don't want to sit down. Mm -mm. Then daddy now said, sit down right now. And he saw that his father was serious. So he sat down and looked at his father and said, daddy, I'm only sitting because you said I should sit. But let me tell you, inside I am standing. Right inside of me, I am standing up. And that's how life is. Sometimes we are faced with situations that are beyond our capability to physically maneuver. But our minds are ours. No one can manipulate our minds if we don't, if we don't let them. So I want to say to you, you have the power to change your situation. You have the power to change the way you are experiencing your situation just by changing the way you think. Being able to influence your thoughts, being able to determine, to choose what stays inside of you. It's like having your very own superpower. Power to keep your reality. So when we say it is my reality, that is actually possible to have a reality that is positive even when all around us is negative. It's like what the Bible says, the peace in the middle of the storm. You are surrounded by the waves. It's so strong and so terrifying, but inside you are peaceful. Every thought you entertain, every perspective you choose to adopt, colors the lens 
through which you perceive the world that you're living in. See, the truth is, this world, we see we are all living in the world. We're all in different parts of the world. We're all going through different things. So if you want to change the color of the world you found yourself in, you can do that by changing the way you think. And maybe you're saying, oh, you don't know how bad I have it. Everything is so bad. My health is bad. My kids are not doing well. My husband is, or my spouse is not treating me well. My finances are very, very, very poor. My sisters don't like me. My neighbor doesn't talk to me. If everything around you is so bad, I'm telling you what Henry Ford said. If you think you can, or if you think you can't, you are right. You can or you can't is a choice. And for every woman who has come on this podcast to share her story, if you listen to them, you'll find that at a point they had to choose. But one thing that changed, that made them choose differently was something that had been brewing inside of them. So the first place for you to get change, first step is to fight for the cross in your heart to align with the future that you want. Not for the reality of your present situation to align with your future, but for the thoughts in your heart to align with your future. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. It is the way you think that you are. If you think that you are no good, then you are no good. Even if everybody tells you you are excellent, you're doing great, you won't believe it. My first real job after youth service in Nigeria, we have what we call National Youth Service. I worked with a wonderful organization. My supervisor, the owner of the organization, was a wonderful Christian. And he used to tell me how, how wonderful I was, how great. I was still filled with fear and low self-esteem. But I was being celebrated. But yet, my low self-esteem did not allow me to take opportunities when I was given. And that is what happens. You have to change your thinking to be able to step into the life that you actually desire. Sometimes... Our challenges beat us down so badly we can't even dream anymore. That is why changing the way we think is so vital. Let's just take a look at what positive thinking, changing your thoughts to a positive line, what it does to you. It can be a, a game changer. It can change how your challenges come out. Because you're facing your challenges with an optimistic outlook. Instead of seeing them as insurmountable obstacles, you'd see them as opportunities for growth. And your own thoughts become the architects, begin to create your mansion, your cities of resilience and perseverance. Can you imagine when you are overflowing with such a positive outlook 
how it changes, how it changes your internal environment and the beauty of positive thinking is that it will overflow into your external. Life can be very hard for some of us. A friend of mine wrote on Facebook that some people just keep having problems upon problems. How is it that some of us have challenges upon challenges? How? If we were to give up on positivity, what life will we have? And I don't know if you're one of us, one of those people who face challenges long term. I'm here to tell you, you can change the way you experience those challenges by changing the way you think. See, changing the way you think and becoming positive does not mean that you're dismissing complexities of the life that you found found yourself in. Sometimes we don't even know how we got here. But let me tell you, it's about choosing how you respond to them. Aura Roberts wrote a book, How to Respond Instead of to React. I read it when I was a teenager. I'm 52, going to 53. And that book talked about the fact that when you react to a situation, you are being emotional and you're out of control many times. But when you respond, you're intentional. You are in control of your thoughts and of your actions. So it's about a choice. Do you choose to live your life beaten down and broken and blaming, blaming, being ashamed, feeling guilty, all these negative thoughts? Or do you choose to see the mistakes as opportunities to share a message? For example, this message is important because when my daughter all passed away. And when my children were younger, even up until six years or five years ago, I was irritable. I was dealing with so many emotional challenges and problems, these problems around me. I was handling it, but I wasn't handling it as well as I am now because I didn't know myself as well as I do now. And I hadn't learned things like meditation that I have learned now and how my breath can help me calm down and all that stuff. And all the books, the new books I've read and the community of women I've found myself where I have people who support me, people who have experiences I've experienced, people who are like me. It changed my life. And because it changed my life and the way I related to my children, I want you to, to experience it. Because... As mothers, we can't afford to ruin our children because we didn't take care of our emotions. We didn't heal ourselves from inside. Even if it's our mistake, we have refused to make that mistake a mess. But we are going to turn it into a message. If you're with me, I want you to listen. Listen.
listen and apply. Jasmine wrote a book called The Battlefield of the Mind. It's in the mind that we form success or failure. It's in the mind that we go forward or we give up. That's the first place. Everything can be controlled around you, but nobody can control the thoughts that you have. And look, your mind is not a garbage dump that any thoughts passing and just sit down in it. If you have to speak out, speak out against it. But today we're just talking about how your determine the life that you have and how you experience it. Victor Frankl, a Holocaust survivor and a renowned psychiatrist said something. He said, everything can be taken from a man. What one thing? The last of the human freedoms. And that is the power to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. It does not matter how the circumstances. What do you choose your attitude to be? Do you want to be crying or you want to be joyful? You know what? My daughter died at 24, two months to her 25th birthday. And I don't want to forget her. And I think back at my life and how could I have helped my daughter? How did I not equip her to live a better life? In what ways could I help other people not going through what I have gone through? In what ways can the memory of my daughter stay alive? My daughter loved music. She taught me songs. She introduced me to songs like Baby Calm Down, Rema. And I found one mix of that song that was done by a Grammy award-winning flutist and he did it with a South African choir of young people. He did a, a, a beautiful, beautiful mix of Rema's song. And I was playing this song. I shared it with some people at work. And last Thursday, I finished work and I was dancing. I was playing all the songs my daughter liked. Just to remind myself of, to, to remind her that she's still here. She's not a spirit, right? My daughter lost many pounds. It was like a size 12 and she became like an eight. Or even four. I don't know. Very small. She did it all by herself, very disciplined. And now I've signed up for exercise and I do it in the house by myself, just online. My daughter, her fashion sense was excellent. So I can't say my name, but now trying to improve my fashion. Since she's not here to, to live this life, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. And that's a choice. Instead of me to be thinking, crying, breaking my... I can't bring my son back to me. So could you, could you cry about something that you can't change? She's not going to come back. 
my 15-year-old told me this. And I told him, how do you cope when you remember her? He said, think about something that will make me sad so that I'm not sad. And that was very, very great information from a 15-year-old. And so I'm also adding that to my toolbox. So I want to say, let us work on our thoughts. Next week, I'll be sharing some ways in which we can begin to work on our thoughts. But before I leave, I'll leave you with something. Watch the music you listen to, the things you watch on TV, even the radio stations you listen to, things that you listen to generally and things you watch. Watch them. Watch the conversations that you have. Watch what you read. Those things impact your mind. And whatever is around you that is a challenge, even if it's a one-line mantra, so maybe you are struggling with, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough. Start saying to yourself, I am enough. Just only, I am enough. Three words. Say it and say it and say it until your spirit receives it. Next week, I'll be sharing some other things around how to thrive through chaos. Because this whole time, this whole season, we're going to be talking about thriving through chaos. Basically, that's what Mexican Stopper is about. But I just want you to work on yourself. Work on your thoughts. Work on your thoughts. See how your thoughts have impacted you. And see the new thoughts that you prefer to have. And next week, we'll keep on going. Don't forget, watch what you listen to, watch what you watch, watch what you read. And when you do this, when you take charge of your thinking, hmm, messy won't stop you. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time.